Welcome to the Learning Outside the Lines podcast. I'm Ann Ryan, your host, homeschool mom of four, and passionate about education and helping our children learn best. Thank you so much for tuning in today and giving a listen. For those that are new, thanks for giving it a try. And for those that have been listening all season, thank you so much for listening again. In today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about unstructured play and getting out in nature. And I know among homeschoolers, I think that there's definitely a revival or a definite interest in making sure that our kids get to experience nature and getting outside and playing and getting out from behind a screen. This certainly isn't everyone, but I know a lot of us are really conscious about making sure that our kids are having time to just play and have unstructured activities and just time to have fun and not have anybody tell them what to do or rules or a structure in place. But that's really hard to find in many cases with other children. Obviously with their own children, they can do whatever they want. You can have them play at home or in their yard or at a park or whatever. But when you're trying to make sure that they're interacting with other kids and having this experience, it can sometimes be more challenging to find other kids that either A, are available and not engaged in a lot of lessons and and structured activities, or two, somebody that just has the same interest as your kids and get along, or three, that you have adults that actually want to participate in something like this. Even though it sounds kind of logical or simple to be able to pull off, it isn't always quite as simple as it sounds. And let's be honest, we're all really busy, so sometimes we may not really think it's a priority. We may not really want to put forth the time and effort when we're so busy with other things to kind of make a point of finding a time to play. And I know that sounds a little weird, but if you think about your schedule and you think about how much time is scheduled already between multiple children's activities and your schoolwork and getting groceries and errands and cleaning and all those things that we have to do, telling our kids to go play is one thing, and that's fairly easy. But truly getting our kids out in nature and engaged with other kids, that's a little more challenging. So I wanted to share with you a great experience that I've been having with a really close friend of mine. We have been engaging in a play date every Wednesday, and we are committed to making this a unstructured nature play date. We really want our kids who are obviously so plugged in. They have screens, whether they're in school or homeschooled, they have Kindles or iPads or iPods or whatever it might be. These are kids that are ages nine and under, and some of them are in school, some of them are homeschooled, and we make a point of every Wednesday to have this play date that we take the kids to a different nature area. It might be the beach or a park or a trail or whatever it might be, and we kind of push the kids to go and engage on their own. 
no adult interaction, no adult direction, except for the fact that they have to be able to see us from wherever they are, or at least hear us. And we want them to reconnect. We want them to reconnect with, with playfulness, with creativity, with imagination, and especially with nature. And this is something that has really been profound, not on any big scale, but on a small scale. Each time the kids will say, oh, we want to go play Xbox or we want to go and do this or that, usually something inside and involving a screen. And we have been adamant that no, we're not doing that. And all semester, as much as they may complain initially, every time, once they get engaged and they're playing and they're outside, they are having a good time. They are not bored. They are, they may get hungry. That may be the only complaint we usually hear, but they are having fun. They're engaged and they are doing things that really are kind of a flashback to when we were kids. When we were kids, and I'm, again, I'm aging myself, this was in the 70s, we were told to go outside, go out and play, come back when the lights turn on. I know many of us have, have heard this and we kind of laugh about it. But in reality, we had to come up with our own rules to games. We had to come up with our own ideas. We had to come up with our own ways of filling hours every day. And that just doesn't exist anymore. And we really are so structured and there are so many prescribed rules for the activities and the games that kids engage in. And one, this is one of the things that we're trying to get away from. We want kids to use their imagination. We want them to come up with their own little social structure, their own rules for engagement for whatever they're doing. And it has been fabulous. These kids are playing games without any specific rules. They are, they're making them up as they go. They might be playing tag, but they're, they're putting different spins on it. They're having to do different things in the, in the game. They're, they're hiking and they're using their imagination and they are thinking that certain uh, shrubbery or trees or rock formations, you know, they're thinking they're fairy lands. They're thinking they're a witch's house. They're thinking that they are um, obviously things to do with animals. It might be an animal house. It might be a, a hideout. It might be something that an animal created. They're just, they're thinking, they're engaging, and it is a really, truly beautiful thing. And it's so simple, but yet so overlooked. And I'm so grateful that my friend suggested that we do this. And I am so grateful that we stress that this is an important part of our week. This is something I try never to, to compromise. I never try to schedule anything else during it. Because even though it's only about three hours, it's something that really kind of recharges me as an adult, as well as I think my child being able to be outside and engage in that kind of play with, with her peers and younger kids. And it's something that really I think is missing in today's culture. And I know so many of us homeschoolers are really conscious about having our kids still play and get outside and engage with nature and, and just really be able to be a kid. But it's still the exception rather than 
the rule in many cases. One of the things that's great about this, this little experiment too, we kind of call it our own little social experiment sometimes because we love to see how the kids engage, but we have two older girls with two younger siblings. And the great thing is, is they're, they're not running away from the, the, the younger siblings. They're not, they're not pushing them aside. They're not belittling them. They are involving them. They are engaged with them. They, you know, they all have their own roles. They, but they're all working together. And that is one of the great things is that so many times with same age peers, they tend to sometimes exclude the younger ones or think that they can't handle whatever they're working on. And that really hasn't been the case with this group. Like they are really good about working together and helping each other and looking out for each other, which is a very cool thing to watch. The other cool thing is that for me and the other adult involved, we have great conversations about things we wouldn't normally talk about. We Last time we spent probably an hour watching these water birds and it was very relaxing, and it, but it was still educational because we were watching these three large birds having discussions about what they were. We decided there, there was a heron and an ibis and the other one. We still didn't agree if it was an egret or a different kind of heron, but it was, it was just fun to be able to watch nature and see what was going on, see what they did. We were pointing some things out to the kids, but for the most part, let them just kind of discover things on their own. And we just had a really enjoyable time that we get to kind of recharge as an adult. And again, get fresh air, be out in nature. We're not getting bogged down in the things that we have to do in our own household. We're just kind of taking a break, recharging, and I think that's a really important thing for we as adults to remember. Some of the other unique things that we've observed in these playdates have been kind of interesting. One is that one of the girls in the group is kind of shy. And in this environment, when she gets out in nature and she's with this group, she becomes this confident outgoing, strong girl. And it's a really great transformation to see. And it just goes to show that sometimes they need to be in a different environment or a different situation to be able to kind of break out of their shell or kind of break out of their their normal personality that they may exhibit in other places. And this is a great way for her to just be self-assured, confident, she's brave, and she doesn't feel inhibited or she doesn't feel scared in this in this kind of situation. The other thing that we've really observed too is that other adults are almost itching to become involved in what our kids are doing. Like we usually stand a healthy distance away so we can see what they're doing, but far enough away that they're not asking us questions, that we're not telling them what to do. We're not telling them to be careful. We let them climb trees. We let them climb rocks. We let them run around. We've let them roll down a hill, all those kinds of things. We are far enough away that other adults tend to inch closer to our kids and I'm not talking in a creepy way, but in a, in a hovering way, like 
They think, oh, those adults are awfully far away. I should step closer to look out for them. And that is the last thing we want. We want our kids to take risks. We want our kids to see the consequences of, you know, rolling down that hill. Are you going to get dirty? Are you going to get bumped up a little bit? You know, whatever that might be. It's okay. We want them to experience those things. Obviously, we don't want them to get hurt badly. And if they climb too high in the tree, we might be a little more vigilant. But it's very interesting to us how other adults are inching closer and closer to kind of like catch them if they fall or tell them to be careful or, you know, don't get too close to the edge of the, the creek we're always kind of floored at how our culture doesn't let kids take risks and explore and figure out the limits on their own, and which is exactly what we're doing. We want them to figure out their own limits, what they're comfortable with, what is safe. These are all things that we figured out on our own, and we think that our own kids can figure out on their own. But it's been very interesting to us to see how other adults don't necessarily trust in them. So that's just been something that to be aware of if you're going to do this. And you probably have seen this yourself when you've been at the park or other places if you tend to be more hands-off. But it's certainly been interesting to us and is indicative of why kids don't take risks and they don't do things without being told what to do or what the rules are because that is the society that these kids live in like they're told over and over what to do when to do it how to do it how close you can get how far away you have to be and it's really pretty frustrating and disheartening in many cases so I just really want to wrap this up with just encouraging you if you don't already make a conscious decision to get your kids unplugged and out there and playing with some friends and let them be unstructured. Let them figuring it out, figure it out on their own and let them experiment. Let them take risks and let them fail and learn from it. And take time for yourself as well. Again, I've gotten just as much out of these playdates as my child has. So that's something to remember too. So take some time for yourself, take some time for your kids, make it a commitment to do it when, whenever it is during the week, but really try to be consistent. And obviously we would all love to make this a part of our every single day. Like I would love it if I could say that we had an hour or two every day that we got outside and we did this. But in reality, we just don't have that kind of time. Though I would certainly like to do it more than once a week. And my kids certainly do play outside more than once a week, but not quite in the same manner. So again, I just want to encourage you to think about it. Try to make a commitment to do it for yourself. And think about the benefits that you can reap from it. So I hope you got a little bit of food for thought today. And I hope that you will check me out on Instagram at Latte Books to Read or on my website at learningoutsidethelines.com. Thank you so much for listening again. Have a great day. And until next time, don't be afraid to go outside the lines. <laughs>